0: Hello friends, Jim Nance of CBS Sports, and you're listening to The Shag Bag Show with my great friend David Marzetti. Shag Bag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning live from Del Monte. You know, you would think that we would get our our, uh, usual music on, the the, uh, intro music. Can you cue the band, please? Can you cue the band, please? Can you tell them that we're on? Ah there it is right there battery almost died I was looking at it, it like, it's like almost, someone it's almost dead I have to plug it in that usually doesn't happen that way the batteries it was started flickering that's all right we're gonna make it through it just plug that thing in uh, do I have my yeah I got my charger here this morning which is rare that I would have the charger here this morning june 25th shag bag show what show is it one thousand. Zero five four. One thousand fifty-four in a row. Never miss a show. Even all the even all through that COVID thing when I was sitting outside for uh let's see from uh April till uh, almost December. Sitting outside. Remember that? Remember that? Solitude is its greatest it was the weirdest thing. I don't even want to think about that again. Why am I? Why did I even bring it up? It's very. That it was very depressing. I looked at a video the other day of that, where I pulled into Del Monte. Of course, the gates it was all shut off and everything. I had to move cones and everything. Get in. You know. Uh, get up on these chairs outside and plug into this makeshift wire I had coming out of the building. Because there's no one here. Plug in, set up all the stuff. It videoed the whole property where there was zero people here, just no one but me, and set up and, and uh, was doing the shag bag show. And it was it was almost uh, like uh, you know the day the earth stood still or something. Is that was that was that a movie? I'm trying to figure that. I'm trying to remember. But probably it probably was, huh? So uh, yeah felt like that, but it doesn't anymore because plenty of golfers here, the whole staff's here, got guests on the Shag Bag Show and here we are already June 25th, already past the first day of summer which means we're getting a minute back each day towards what they took away from us Kabish took that away from us, they never asked they took that whole hour away from us so now we're getting it back and uh this fall we'll get back we'll get it back but there's no vig on it there's no vig attached they take it back they don't give any vig on it it's uh, just if you borrow a hundred dollars from carlo he doesn't want a hundred dollars back he wants a hundred plus the VIG. so i don't yeah i don't understand that Big show on Tap Force, another award-winning Shag Bag show on Power Talk 1460A and the 101FM for your Saturday morning for uh, June 25. Good morning to our three biggest fans. My little wife, Cherry Puff, the Wonder Dog, Soleil, the Rockets. Yes. Yeah. It's all brought to you by the Pebble Beach Company. Check out Lodging Dining Call Specials online at pebblebeach.com. Del Monte Golf Course, home of the Duke's Club, home of the Shag Bag show for 20 years. 20 plus years. And the Sand Barn Grill. Ah, yes. Craig Ling and his crew had a chance to play with uh, Craig the other day out here at Del Monte, the home course. And uh, Craig and uh, Mikey Murata. And um, who who else was on that bill? Who else played with us that day? Wait a minute. I'll think of it. Oh, Sam Jeptron. Yeah, Sam Sol- Sam uh, Sam Jepson, who was per- for a long time, many years. You may know him from Monterey Pines. Uh, he retired from that, but uh, he was able to get out and play some golf with us, so that was nice to see Sambo again. Yes, on the golf course. And of uh, course, in excellent condition, by the way, really fast. and And, you know, plays a little bit shorter now, which is nice, because as we all know, the course is famous for being sneaky long. And uh, but I'm sneaky bad, so you know, there's a match made there somewhere. The ball rolls out though a lot on these harder fairways, so that's that's kinda nice. Except for on the greens where they, it's even faster and then you got a problem there, so but it's all fun out here at Del Monte, that's for sure. And we'll talk to probably Chris from the shop who's gonna stop by a little bit later, find out what's happening with T sheets. Availabilities, all that good stuff. Uh, Duke Club membership, Duke Club. But the Sandbarn Grill, under wharf number two, is where locals meet to eat fresh salads, seafood, steaks, famous for their sand dabs, for lunch, the Dungeness crab prawn and avocado melts, yummy, or a fresh crab Louie. For dinner, the daily special is the way to go. The Sandbarn Grill, a locals favor, 373-2818. Call Smart Superstore, home of the 90-day return. We'll talk to Vic the Sandbagger in a little while. Find out what's happening there. Good world of golf retail. Because sometimes it's the arrows, not the Indian. Sometimes. Usually not. But uh, we'll find out from Vic. The Monterey County Herald, your source for breaking news. Sports Business Classified's Entertainment in Monterey, your daily newspaper. Every Friday they post the Saturday Shag Bag Guests. And they did it again. Thank you, Herald. Carousel Candies, left-hand side of the wharf. As you're walking down, just follow your nose. It knows where it goes because it is yummy smelling. All that good stuff they make. The taffy puller in the window. They ship worldwide. CarouselCandies.com. Looking for a special dining experience, try one of Kevin Phillips' yummy restaurants. He's got four and a half. He's got the, the Beach House at Lover's And right under that, the Beach House Cafe to start your day with lots of yummy breakfast treats and coffees and stuff like that. And then on the wharf, of course, Abalinetti with the outdoor seating and a hundred ways you could do calamari. And at the end of the wharf, he's got the Rockfish Harbor Grill. And then on the Cannery Row, the iconic whaling station, USDA Prime, hand-tossed Caesars, bar menu, specials under 20. Good stuff there. Golfguide.net for the player and you. Elab Communications. to our website. They can do yours. Check ours out. Shagbackshow.com. Jacob's Team Realty. Buying, selling, let Joy join Jen. Walk you through it carefully, lovingly, easily, quickly, professionally. All the leads. Jacob's Team Realty. See them at Jacobsteamhomes.com. They are the Modern Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. Foolish Times. Free, funny, fabulous. Pick one up. It'll make you smile. Express some express employment professionals Paul and Mary Wine have a staffing solutions company they can get you a gig or help you find employees and he's got his own radio show right here on the station on Power Talk 1030 every Saturday it's called What's Plan check it out Monterey Fish Company over 50 years South Tringali family offering you the wonderful selection of fresh locally caught seafoods friendly service great prices free parking at the end of Wharf 2 Call him at 37535 I think we're gonna get Sal on the show today. We're gonna give him a buzz and find out what's happening with the world of salmon and all that other good stuff. Monterey Regional, Alaska Airlines, daily non-stop. In Seattle Tacoma fares as low as 69 bucks. Convenient has the free experience. Flights connecting to points all over the world. It's MRY. for Public Relations. Rich Pepe's next-door neighbor. Deep roots of the community, long-standing relationships with city business, community leaders throughout our rich and diverse Central Coast community. It's Armonasco Public Relations. Armonasco Public Relations spreading the word since 1985. Magic Fusion at the Monterey Magic Club, Custom House Plaza, downtown Monterey. 100-seat theater, award-winning magicians from all over the world. They are these touring magicians that you've seen on TV like AGT and other shows. And uh, excellent spot to see them. MontereyMagicClub.com And lastly, but not leastly, Coastal Roots Hospitality. And there are three amazing restaurants Rio Grill at the Crossroads. Turning up the flavor with Southwestern Fair. Uh, Southwestern Fair, flair, I said. Southwestern Fair. Flair, flair. Hey, it's almost like the Fair. No, it's Southwestern Flare. Tarpees, Highway 68. Refreshing Courtyard Dining in Montreal Bistro, Cali P, Downtown Monterey. Fine dining and easy elegance. All from Coastal Roots Hospitality. It's the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning. Appreciate having you along for show number 1054 in a row. And uh, let's see what's coming up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, coming up next, this next Friday, which is July first, right? So coming up next Friday, we're going to have uh, some fun in Carmel because Yours Truly is going to be hosting the Summer Music Series at the Carmel Plaza. That's every Friday in July. The first one the kickoff, is with the money band, so that'll be fun to see Zoe and the crew over there. It's like 5 to... It's like starts at 5 o'clock. So that'll be fun. And then Saturday, we've got uh, the Festa Italia in Salinas. That's an outdoor fun day for the whole family, free admission for all lots of food and wine and uh, a lot of Italian music live on stage It happens at the intersection of Maine and Alisal in Old Town so make sure that you put that on your calendar for next Saturday and then Saturday night it's gotta be fun because at the Fox Theater it's Fleetwood Mask if you've never seen them YouTube them because they're fantastic and they're the only Fleetwood Mac tribute band that is endorsed by the band Fleetwood Mac it's got, it's, so you know they're good so that's going to be fun and then what's going to happen oh and then and then uh, Sunday and then Monday the 4th of July here's Truly hosting the big concert on the lawn 4th of July celebration put on by the city of Monterey so then Tuesday I'm going to pass out so it will be fun it's going to be fun, fun, fun until the dad takes the tea right away. Yep. So put all that stuff on uh, on your calendar. We'll see you at all those events. Did you write all those down? Do you want me to go over them again? On the show today, we got uh, Sal Trigali from Monterey Fish Company, the guys from the shop next door. We got Victor Sandbagger. We got the great Neil Hotelling. We got Shane Dolman. last Saturday of every month, of course. But first, before we do all that, we got to get to Mr. Italy, Mr. Carmel, Mr. 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 He's the mayor of Ocean Avenue and anything he wants in Carmel, any street he wants, he's going to take it. He's just going to take it away. He's going to take it from you. He's going to own it. He's going to move in on your turf, the capo regime. He's the master of disaster, the heavyweight champion of the world, the one and only Chef Rich Pepe. Hey, Dave, it's great to be back. Saturday
1: morning. Love it here. I was with you all during that COVID period, too. And the nice thing about being outside is we got to smoke cigars So uh, during the show. The guests didn't know that. Uh, no. Hey, But, you know, you mentioned Carmel. Hey, somebody's got to run the show. Let's put it that way. You can't have a, a ship going down the ocean without a, somebody in, in charge uh, steering the ship. So uh, hey, if that mayor and council don't want to steer it, I'll steer it. You know that. <laughs> you know somebody's got to take charge. Somebody's got to take charge, right? Yeah, hey, I grew up that way. My father was a drill sergeant. You Come know, he, on. he drilled it into us. Come on. But gosh, it's good to be back. And this is going to be one of my favorite shows. Another award-winning show. You got all my favorite people on the show today. You we know, we got Shane. Then once a month, I wish Shane could be on every week. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's the spooky guy. Shame. And Sal, Algumbari from, from Monterey Fish, come on. How do you not love that guy? And we got the, one of the nicest guys on the planet. I don't want to call him a guy. He's a guy, he's a gentleman. Neil will tell him. He's a gentleman. He's, he's the best. We always learn. He writes that great uh, column in the Pinecone? <laughs> By the way, folks, if you don't read the Pinecone every week, Neil's got a, a wonderful column about the history. He does. I don't know where he makes. I don't know where he does. He say. Does I don't know where, how he make makes. I don't know how he makes up all this stuff. I know. Uh, you know about because the history. Because who's going to challenge? I, I know. I who's going to figure it out? In 1918, so and so, you know, got married to this one, had an affair with that one, became right. an actor, a writer. You know, he's got a great imagination. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you could literally do that, right? Yeah. I mean, if there was a piece missing, you, you could just say, oh, he did yeah. this. Yeah. and uh, Maybe he did this. Yeah. It's like put the put making
1: of the Godfather. You take a little That's story all. here, a little story there, you piece it all together.
0: That's all. You know, isn't that funny?
1: All right. Uh, great show today, Dave, and thank you for having me back.
0: We had a nice uh, nice party at the Paisano Club uh, dinner, the voce ball dinner at Mikey Murata's house with all the guys the other night. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was, fun. It was a wonderful event. You and your uh, musician friends, all did a great job. At Anthony Lane there yeah, and uh, Dennis Murphy so and uh, Mikey Murata on the accordion. And, mm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was yeah. good stuff. And then listen to Jamie Maria on the drums. Yeah, Jamie's great. Love him too.
1: And uh, But listening to your schedule for next weekend, that mm-hmm. is intense, I mm-hmm. will tell you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you're going to need a little three-day getaway after that. Go down <laughs> the coast for a little bit. Go down of Abantana or something. Go down to Big Sur. You're going to need a break. <laughs> yeah, that's right. After that. Hey, I didn't know you were doing the, the yeah. Plaza yeah. Series. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's right. Good for you. Is this your first yeah. year doing that? Yeah,
0: that's right. Did Nothing the, to uh Did Chris Shake negotiate your contract? Well, he almost had to. <laughs> he, he, but he didn't have to step in. I didn't have to call Oh, him. okay, good. So, nice. that's good. Well, you'll be right across the
1: street from me at Pasubio, so after that's the show, right. come on by.
0: That's right, huh? Absolutely. That'd be fun.
2: All right, we got, uh, last Saturday of the month, we got Shane Nolman with us this morning. And good morning, Terry. Good morning, Puff. And since she's a year old now, I guess I say good morning, Soleil, instead yeah. of Puff. Yeah, that's right. Mm. She is a year old now. <laughs> Getting older by the second.
0: But so lost, uh, what's, lost what no energy I bet that's right still the rocket so uh
2: what's uh, what's happening movie-wise well since we last talked uh, I've seen six new movies and two live theater shows to report on really oh yes so doing our best to keep busy And so have you been in any live theater shows lately I have not been in any live theater shows lately I'm normally in those around October right. I try to do the California Constitution and Rocky Horror right exactly
0: so uh, what did uh, we see in the theater?
2: Well, everybody's been wanting to know what I thought of Top Gun Maverick. That's but of right. I saw that the day after my previous Shagbag appearance, so everybody had to wait a month unless they wanted to read up on Facebook. It is that rare sequel that truly surpasses the original. I mean, waiting. Like f- The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, well, was, two was Two was better. Yes, but they didn't wait 30 years to make two. Right. Only wait <laughs> two years. Right. Letting the characters and situations in Top Gun mature for over 30 years made a much more mature, intelligent, and gripping film. I even forgive it for rather blatantly cribbing from Star Wars as far as the actual mission, which is kind of like I'm trying to land the missiles right into the Death Star port. Oh, yeah. A little bit like that. Yeah. And Han Solo showing up. Oh, no. I mean, spoiler alert. Nope. The... Movie is so thrilling on the big screen. The authentic flying scenes, the realism, and the fact that the characters really have matured over thirty years, really do make a great film. Even if you haven't seen the original, it, you probably have seen the original. It's very easy to see these days, but the sequel is better in the acting, better in the writing, better in the drama. It really pays off, and it's a terrific big screen movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now we are continuing the trend as we. I what mean, happens in the end? What happens in the end? Well, uh, the day looks like it's about to be lost, and Han Solo shows, shows up and goes, yee <laughs> Okay, that's good. <laughs> and Maverick almost loses R2. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that close. I mean, the situations are actually... Really? If you remember the original Star Wars, yeah. I mean the original, original, yeah. they really do play that pattern as far as blowing up the Death Star and trying to get away and saving their neck at the same time really? with the last-minute crises, but they do it so well. Do they do... Uh any flashbacking or anything like that? There is flashbacking. Uh, of course, the character of Goose, you know, Tom Cruise, yeah. you know, Maverick is still carrying guilt. He believes he's responsible. Still, Well, because Goose's son is now in oh, naval okay. air. And, yeah. of course, Tom Cruise finds himself responsible for him when sure. he's been trying to hold him back and keep him out of such action because he doesn't want to repeat mm-hmm. So, of course, we have the mandatory repeat scene where he's almost ready to put him in that situation again, whether he likes it or not. Right. But it plays out somewhat differently this time, so you get an after-adventure after the main adventure, which is even more exciting in its right. own right. Right, right. So, again, big screen. Right. you get plenty of chances to see that. So okay. we're on our way. We're halfway through the year as we're building up to Halloween, but we're still continuing the trend where the new horror movies are far, far more uh, confrontational and cruel and off-putting than actually frightening. So we've got the witchcraft movie called uh, You Won't Be Alone. We saw the poster hanging up for months, and then it went straight to Netflix anyway. It's a 19th century witchcraft film with Numi Rapachi from The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and not to mention Lamb, which I talked about last year. And yes, it's about the old hag literally who um, inherits a baby daughter when she grows when she reaches the age of 16, and takes her over, takes over her training and watches her go through a series of metamorphoses. The acting is fantastic. The authentic atmosphere is amazing. but again, just the sheer emphasis on cruelty, oppression, and just horrible things happening to people and animals throughout, makes it a film you just can't be very hard to enjoy it's just very hard to enjoy for that reason and i could forgive that if it were more traditionally frightening if we got some scares if we got some drama that really caught you up in instead it rubs your face in just sheer cruelty and that's not my kind of movie and even harder for people to take is david cronenberg's film crimes of the future that lasted one week in the theaters before going straight to streaming now, as a film, it's a masterpiece. If you grew up with the David Cronenberg of the 1980s, like I did, my formative years... Which is what? Scanners, Videodrome, The Dead Zone, The Fly, Dead Ringers. he was This Canadian filmmaker is one of the most visionary artists in um, body horror and original gripping drama, but he also had some brilliant flashes of humor to go with it. Not this time. See, he, did, he went on to straight dramas, a history of violence and Eastern Promises, of began deploying Big o. Mortensen very, very well. I always thought if one of our directors would ever win a Best Director Oscar, it would be Cronenberg. But now he is back to pure body horror in this unspecified future where people sprout new organs with no discernible function, where surgery has become performance art, and where a cult of plastic eaters is apparently making an environmental statement and again the visuals are amazing the story is almost plastic ears. yes yes <laughs> uh, they feel we, we, that's th- one way to get rid of plastic yeah that's just yeah, there you go they, they figure the human race deserves to live off its own industrial waste, so they've somehow surgically enhanced themselves to digest plastic and yet they've managed to pass this on genetically even though it was artificial surgery to begin with okay That's about as much sense Hmm. as I can make out of the plot. It's a gripper, but again, at the Cannes Film Festival, they applauded it for ten minutes. Then again, the first ten minutes of this movie make a lot of people bolt straight out of the theater. Again, (laughs) it's another harsh and cruel film. It's deliberately off-putting. I don't know how hard it would be to recommend it, but if you're a Cronenberg fan, it's a must. Now, a director making a comeback from the 80s, as far as I'm concerned, my favorite Italian director, Dario Argento, right, has a new film out. Right, and he did? He did Deep Red, Suspiria, Tenebrae, Inferno. I mean, just some of the most amazing supernatural and giallo, you know, murder mysteries right. ever. This is a new giallo, and it's called Black Glasses, and you can't see it right now. I got a sneak peek at it. It has not been released in America yet. I hope it gets a proper American release. It's got the irresistible gimmick where a young woman is fleeing an an assassin and accidentally causes a disaster which robs her of her sight and orphans a child. So she is trying to protect the child at the same time she's trying to live in this world of darkness while the killer is still after her. And the the brutal visuals are back, the stylization is back, the animal action is back you, maybe we'll never get Deep Red and Tenebrae back again, but Black glasses is, is a great return to form and much better than anything Argento has given us in the last ten years. Now, if you want pleasant stuff, uh, just more fun, good old-fashioned monster excitement, we got Jurassic World Dominion. They promise that's the last one, and they bring us back the original cast with Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern joining Chris Pine and everybody in the new one. Plenty of dinosaur and pterodactyl action set pieces. Crazy plot. Just a lot of fun. It's a worthy ending to the series, if indeed it is an ending. It's another great, fun movie on the big screen. And as far as franchise films go, we get Lightyear, which is putting people off because everybody wants it to be Toy Story 5. And they tried to tell you a 100 times, it's not a Toy Story film. This is supposedly the origin film of the actual character Buzz Lightyear in Andy's favorite movie except how this could be Andy's favorite movie, it's a little hard to figure out because you just get so lost in the bad science and the lack of an origin for Lightyear himself, for the Buzz Lightyear character. And a very poor introduction to the villainous Zerg. They changed the canon. It's really upsetting people. The thing is, as its own movie, it's a lot of fun. Come on, it's a Disney Pixar film, lots of great gags, lots of fun characters, and... Eventually it loses steam because of all these complications, but it's still a lot of fun on the big screen and worth seeing as far as I'm concerned. Lightyear is good fun, and that's all you could ask for. Now we're in live theater. We go to Carmel Outdoor Forest Theater. We've got two plays going on now, and they are filled with my Rocky Horror and Sleeping Beauty castmates. I couldn't be happier. Forest Theater is doing Little Shop of Horrors, the musical and my good friend Laura Lane Bowen is playing Audrey not Audrey 2 the plant but you know the original Audrey Alexis Williams is one of the chorus girls and Jenna Monometeora is in it as well and they pull it off so well for live theater I mean again it's little shop of Horrors. so don't bring the kiddies and this is not the movie version where they sweeten it up and right, give it a happy ending and all that business right. this is the real deal with, yeah. the <laughs> with the gruesome downbeat stuff too so no it's not bring the kids but Go and have fun. Now, if you want to bring the kids, next week we've got Susicle the Musical opening at the Paperwing Theater and Supper Club. Go to paperwing.com. And that is going to feature the amazing, innovative Cody Moore as the cat in the hat because he also supplied all of the costume and art designs. I mean, if you've never seen Cody Moore's art, you've got to see it for yourself. Kelsey Posey is in it, and I am so happy to mention that Akasha Justice is in this production and she just happens to be the delightful young lady and model who is currently posing for me in turn as the Marx Brothers. So Susical the Musical, get your tickets at Paperwing.com, opens next week.
0: Fantastic. Shane Dahlman with all his notes, not... Uh, from all those films, it's pretty amazing. That's just, I don't I don't really not know. know how he does it. Ten uh, minutes with
1: non-stop. I don't know how he we even right not losing his up breath, the top of his head, never missed a beat. Go go, the guy can go for an hour, right? Plus the recall. Whew. that's what I like. I love it. I just, it's so stimulating, Shane. Thank so you when so I, much. when I when I say
0: Cronenberg, what are Cronenberg films. Yeah, just comes boom up boom boom. The twenty in a yeah. row. Where I would be like, well, hold on, let me get on my uh, Google, and I'll remember.
2: <laughs> and by the way, the day the Earth Stood Still was a movie twice: the original classic with Michael Rennie and the yeah. remake with Keanu Reeves. Klaatu, Barada Nikto. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That is the control voice for Gort. That you know, Michael Rennie is a harmless, well-meaning alien, but Gort is his enforcer robot. And if Gort is coming for you, for you. You better say "clatu barada dicto" and he'll stop and he'll leave you alone because he recognizes the password. Ooh! Wow!
0: Let's I have to remember to that. Then yeah, I put that in my pa- my my passwords on my phone. All right, Shane. Oh, thank you, Shane. Thank Always you so a much. Fantastic. Shagbag Show, Power Talk, fourteen sixty AM and one hundred one FM for your Saturday morning live from Del Monte. Dave Marzetti and Chef Pepe, Mister Italy is with us. Mister Carmel and uh, the mayor of Ocean Avenue is with us this morning mm-hmm. in, the, in the on his throne. And we've got the his, June the town historians right it now. Is, no we don't. Oh. Show 1054 and we got Kevin Phillips with us right oh. now who uh, writes in uh, his text when he's not here he always yes. does and he says Shane delivers again always the best show of the month. Yesterday uh, they celebrated the ninth year in business at the Beach House. Where's the time gone? The Beach House uh, the beach that is reopened today at the Beach House, and uh, that was of course after last week's shark attack, which was with, they found out was a great white, by the way. So mm. unbelievable, yeah. right? Yeah. That, was that was horrible. That was uh, that was horrible. Speaking of sh- the sharks white whites and around and the shark attack, around. was that weather <laughs> we that's had? That's where they baby. happen. That's where it was they so happen. So warm. They yeah. happen in Neil's Niels area down Florida. That's where they happen.
3: Uh, they do have sharks there. We have them here in Monterey
0: as well. Yeah. <laughs> the gentleman is the here. The gentleman is here. Right. right. That's what you said. Gentleman Neil, welcome. Well, it's great to be back. Good to have you back. Where you been? Uh, Florida, I know.
3: Yeah, I've been getting back and forth a little more often now that COVID has cleared up a little bit. So. Yeah. So this this is my heart home, and that's my physical home.
0: Exactly. Exactly. How, uh, you've had the beard for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, it comes and goes. It, it's just hard to know when I'm gonna <laughs> when's gonna to pop out. Man, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of that beard photo over there in uh, the Pine Inn.
3: Beard photo in the Pine Inn. Hmm. Yeah. Oh,
0: with all the guys in their beards. Ansel Adams yeah. and who else was in that? Uh, um, uh, Johnny Adams. Johnny Adams and um, Derek Rain. Oh, wow Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Oh, and uh, wasn't uh, What's his name in it? Gus um, uh, Areola oh. oh, Didini? Yeah, no, no he didini, wasn't Didini okay. never had a beard Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about Eldon Dedini? Because, uh, of course, we all know him from all the Playboy uh, stuff He did the cartoons and the Playboys But, uh, which is the only thing I've ever looked at, by the way The cartoons <laughs> and the Playboy But uh, as a little kid, that's, that's where I remember him from uh, but, of course, he did the three Duke logo for the uh, for Del Monte here. Yeah. And, uh, the, well, of course, they took the single Duke, and that's what pretty much what they use now. But well, tell us about Dadini.
3: Yeah, well, Eldon actually grew up in Monterey County. Uh, his first uh, cartoon gig was writing a cartoon for the uh, Salinas Californian. Uh, so he grew up here. Then he went to Southern California, studied at Chouinard. Uh, became a Disney cartoonist. Uh, if you ever see Fun and Fancy Free, which is the best known for uh, Jack and the Beanstalk, Disney or Mickey Mouse as Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you read the credits, the storyboards were Elden
0: Dedini. Oh, wow, yes. how about that? So, so how it, long was he around? Uh, shoot, eighty plus years. I mean, how long was he around here? Uh,
3: he came back here in the. Early fifties, um, has done things for almost everybody. I mean, almost every nonprofit has had his work for so, one thing or another. Uh, he had been doing Concorde work for us before he did that's the, right, huh? Before he did the uh, Duke, and then he did some Crosby stuff after that. Uh, but he did uh, wine festivals. He did the Sardine Festival in right. Um, you know. He he's just very giving man. And when I came to work at Pebble Beach as the Gulf Operations Manager, I recognized his work right away. I had actually met him at Ed Rickett's lab. He was a member there. And, and I said, that's a Dedini. And the pro said, yeah, what's that?
1: Oh my word.
3: <laughs> wow. So then I, I, I heard that the Pacific Grove Art Association was going to have a tribute dinner for him. So I said, well, we ought to be a part of that and, and really thank him for all the work he's done for Pebble Beach over the years. And my, boss Paul Spengler agreed. So I tried to find out when the Duke logo was created and nobody in the company knew that one. So Really? I surreptitiously called Eldon and I said, Eldon, we're trying to do some research on this. He says, Oh yeah, I did a whole series of ads for you. If you want a copy, come on by So I was at his house that quick. Wow. And uh that's when I found out about the three guys and the other the Bobby Jones and the the dog caddy and whatnot. So um so that was great and then I, I convinced him eventually, it took a few months to get him out here. I had a lunch on the patio and we used to have a scoreboard behind the uh, uh, putting green here and I said, you know, we really need those three guys on that. So he, he did that, we had an unveiling in 92 and that stood out there for a number of years and was yeah. just a great addition.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love those guys. And you can always see the the Dadinis because of the eyes, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And his his wife, he met at Chouinard. She was an artist as well, but she did more classical um, and a little abstract. So I've got some of their, both of their originals in my own.
0: Uh, for those uh, that don't get to hear you very much uh, uh, talking about some of the history of the course that we're at for over 20 years, Del Monte, give everyone a little del Monte.
3: yeah well del Monte was the beginning of golf really i mean there was some earlier golf courses in the west uh but del Monte was the one that put it on the map and the pro here james melville um, was not the first pro here but he came in 1898 the course opened in 97 uh, melville came in 98 he was an old scottish pro and he really attacked teaching golf to california so he not only taught here he would make trips all over the state, and he, he brought up the caddies, the young kids that whose folks were running the fishing boats. He brought them in, and uh, his, his favorite was Abe Espinosa. He brought in Abe as his personal caddy, and taught him the game, and then Abe brought all of his brothers in as caddies over the years. They were five brothers, all became golf pros. Um, his younger brother, Al, his, his second brother, became the better of the two golfers. But they, Abe and Al were both in the top 20 in the 1920s. And uh, terrific history there. And then it kind of evolved from there. This, this was um, the heart of golf. The state amateur was born here in 1912. It kind of grew out of what had been the Del Monte Championships. Uh, the Del Monte Championship for women continued, but the Del Monte Championship for men became the state amateur. And uh, when Pebble Beach was built in 1919, they still had the State Amateur here that year. But in 1920, they used both courses. Um, And Pebble was not immediately loved. Um, And after the 1921 uh, State Amateur, the officials said, "You know, if you don't do something about improving the 18th hole at Pebble Beach, we're not going to use the course anymore. We're going to use Del Monte." Wow. So. We, we turned the 18th from a dismal par 4 to a spectacular par 5, and the state amateur was played there for almost 100 years.
0: Mm-hmm. Isn't that something?
1: Extraordinary history here. When you think about it, just a little over 100 years ago, there was really only a handful of golf courses on the West Coast, maybe even in America. Yeah. Was the courses always this long? I mean, to invent the game 100 years ago or more yeah. that required so much land and landscaping,
3: Yeah, well, the the interesting thing about Del Monte Golf Course, it actually started as a nine-holer. And in in part, it was because Hotel Del Monte was trying to provide everything that anybody would want. And when it opened in 1880, there was no golf in America. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. It was Scotland, but not America. Mm -hmm. And then by the 1890s, it started to grow in popularity. The first course in California was 1891. Uh, so by 95, they started saying, okay, w- we need to put a golf course in. And they didn't have any land around the hotel. So they ended up leasing this land from the David Jacks, the big land baron. This was part of Rancho Aguajito, which was his rancho. And uh, leased the land from him as a nine-hole golf course. They expanded it to 18 holes in 1903. Um, was a leased property into the 1930s. Mm -hmm. Uh, Morse hated that. He actually looked at building another golf course, uh, and then he kept trying to buy the land. And finally, in 1935, the the Jacks family sold him the land, but he had to buy like 1,600 acres, which stretched from the airport to the Highway 1 gate. So then he had to figure out what to do with all the rest of the land. So he built houses around Del Monte. He built fishermen's flats, uh, started building the uh, Garden Road Industrial Park built Del Monte Shopping Center, but it's big plan. We all call it the old capital site up at the top of the Carmel Hill. He was working diligently in the 1930s to move the state Capitol back to Monterey, and that's where it was going to sit, on top of that hill.
0: Well, that would have been something, I'm right?
1: Well, we're glad it's not here. Now we're more of a playground rather than a political exactly. scene.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A lot of uh, millions and millions of uh, players. And others have walked through uh, the breezeway here at Del Monte, uh, and we've all seen that wonderful picture that they have enlarged and put up on the wall. With all the caddies? With all the caddies. And what what year? That was
3: 1917, oh. and that was actually taken with Henry Puget's Brownie camera. And I was interviewing Henry early, on, Henry early on in my time here, and he walked me through and told me who everybody in that picture was. Wow. And still sharp. Right up until the wow! End. What are the, some of the names on that in that photo? Oh, the uh, Espinosa's? I, I, I don't think any of the Espinozas are, are there. Morty Dutra is the caddy master in the picture. Um, I'm not going to be able to come up with the names right. off the top of my head, but a lot of a lot of the Italian kids. Um, yeah, and um, and of course Phil's. That, and that was the weird thing. We we got to that one, and he. Gave me the name mm-hmm. and told me he became a tuna boat captain in San Diego. Mm. He didn't tell me he became Phil's grandfather. We found out about that <laughs> later, uh, when when Phil was walking up the 18th with clear winner of the AT&T in the 2000s. Um, Jim nance actually said his grandfather was the first, one of the first caddies at Pebble Beach, and that was the first time I'd heard that. Oh, boy. Really? And I said, Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Who was his grandfather? And mm-hmm. we put it all together, and then at the 2010 U.S. Open is we had the images of Pebble Beach Art Gallery um, and had some of the historic images in there. And Phil's mother came in uh, and I was working at that weekend, and uh, she said, "I understand you got a photo of my grandfather." So I took her back and showed her the picture, and I said, "You got to tell me though, because this is what Henry told me. He was became a tuna boat captain in San Diego." And she says, "How would he have known that?" So Henry was right. He wow. just didn't give me the whole story.
0: Wow, that's fantastic.
1: I love that the Italians were the first caddies, some of the first caddies. Yeah. Always trying to make a
0: buck. Got off that boat <laughs> right. from Sicily, you know, the right. Sicilians
1: were here. And and of course, make a buck, you, and know? course
0: you see the kids with the, uh, tell the why they have the boxing gloves on.
1: Well,
3: they used to like to do boxing uh, competitions. That was one of the other ways they made money. So. Isn't that something?
1: Maybe they had a fight to, so you can get the best. Uh, get the next the loop. Best, the best. Uh, and as oh. before, carts too, don't forget. Yeah. You know, barely 100 years ago they had cars around here. Yeah. Well,
3: i got to tell you one of my favorite stories yeah. that I, that I did, yeah. just picked up because I've been researching Monterey Peninsula Country clubs. Picked up or made up? Picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. And, and it's got an Italian connection. Hey. Uh, Archie Sanchez, a name that in the 20s around here everybody knew. Um, and he won the first tournament at Monterey Peninsula Country Club so you would assume he's the Monterey Peninsula Country Club member no he's a cannery worker Wow uh, and he he actually has deep California roots his uh, father's family came from the Baranda's and uh, his mother his maternal grandfather ran the stagecoach between here and San Luis Obispo and um, his parents were not married very long they got married at sea because they had to get away from her father did, who didn't want the marriage so they went out in a boat and got married weren't married very long and he was born archie was born in the house with the blue door um, so old spanish family um but his mother remarried twice and his second stepfather was frank lucido so he grew up with fishing industry sure and ended up working in the canneries and later ran standard oil on the wharf uh, but was a semi-pro baseball player and then became a really good golfer and uh, played a lot of golf around here paired up a lot with joe mayo who was the pro superintendent uh, for pebble beach resorts for a number of years and they did a lot of golf together so but arch archie's the kind of forgotten these days but he's a a great story with great monterey roots who Mm -hmm. won the first tournament at monterey peninsula country club see
1: that neil knows everything he's got the great stories delivers it well to listen to him all day long absolutely that's why today's my favorite show we got shane and neil my gosh and chris can listen to this all day long and chris too I know Chris has got the goods because good, the, <laughs> the goods he's got, another paisan he's another he's paisan the from he's San he's going to make us an offer we can't refuse about joining Absolutely. the Duke's Club here
0: he's going to lock us in a room and throw away the room <laughs> <laughs> hey so give us give us, just give us one more before you go
3: um, one more I'll, I'll tell you my favorite story it goes back to the Crosby era Francis Brown Hawaiian amateur champion one time won the California State amateur in 1930 played in the Crosby for years he had owned twenty thousand acres in Hawaii and also a home in Pebble Beach very wealthy man and he would he liked to have fun on the golf course he was a good golfer but liked to have fun and he, he got paired up one year with a, a young pro who was a little uneasy with all the frivolity and uh, Francis saw that he said "What's You know, what's, took him aside and said what's the problem he says well you guys are out here having fun I'm trying to make a living and this was in the early Crosby he said well how much you think you can make this week? He says, well, if I have a good week, I can make a thousand dollars. this reaches his in pocket. Here's a thousand dollars. Now let's go out and have fun.
1: <laughs> oh wow! What a. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's so great. Frivolity. That's. An, I'm gonna write one. Write, <laughs> write that down. That's a new word for me. <laughs> so um, you do the weekly in uh, Carmel Pine, Carmel pine, pine. pine Cone, yeah. and and how do you figure out who you're gonna do next? I don't. Yeah. I just,
3: it, Whatever comes up is like I've, I've usually got a half a dozen stories in the works okay. that I'm trying to to pin down. All right. Uh, this week's is on Rocky Point.
1: I was actually, yes, it was very good.
3: I was trying to to time it with the reopening of the restaurant, but it's going to be a while. Mm-hmm. So I decided yeah. I'm
0: going
1: to tell the story now.
0: Book great so. history. I love reading that. All yeah. right. It's always great to see you, my friend. Good seeing you. Um, I'll be back. All right. Okay. Well, just let us know. You know, Just give us a little notice, as you do, and uh, come back. How, How long are you
3: the, in town for, Neil? Uh, I'll be here till the 14th,
0: till
1: July. Oh, John, good, good yeah. for you. We'll come yeah. see us downtown. Okay.
0: All right. Thanks, wow. Neil. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Neil Hotelling, Pebble Beach historian extraordinaire. It's uh, Shagbag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning live from Del Monte. June 25th, show number 1054 in a row. And still to come on the show, we got got uh, Victor Sandbagger from the Golf Superstore. we got Sal from uh, Monterey Fish. Right now we got Chris from the shop next
4: door. Good morning. What's happening? Busy day. As always, it's Saturday. Of course. Uh, we got an NCGA tournament out this morning. Um, yeah. T-sheets booked until 3 o'clock. Um, but definitely openings in the afternoon for Twilight Golf. Uh, if you're an afternoon golfer, definitely still some room for you. Uh, but this morning is jam-packed. Yeah. So it's completely full. <laughs> <laughs> Give Which us is a great thing. And what about tomorrow? uh... tomorrow's pretty busy as well but some scattered openings yeah uh, we got a, a shotgun tournament at nine o'clock but uh, if you want to get out before him or even after him uh... we got some some availability so okay uh, definitely give me a call Okay, yeah, and uh... give us uh... the lowdown on the duke's club duke's club so, <laughs> uh... the duke's club membership is 425 for the year i mean it's if you're looking to get into golf here in the peninsula it's the deal for you uh... four hundred twenty five for the year you get discounts at spyglass hill the links at Spanish Bay and here at Del Monte, so you get three courses for one membership. Um, I mean, there's no greater value in terms of golf on the peninsula, in my opinion. Um, you get two fifty, I believe, is the green fee over at Spyglass Hill when normally it's four thirty five. So, I mean, you're saving almost two hundred dollars per player every time right. you play. Um, even your guests, you can bring up to a foursome. Right, they all get the same rate. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, all three courses, um, it's it's spectacular. You get four free plays over at the new short Course, the Hay. Uh, which is a tremendous value. It's worth $260 that right we hand right back to you. Um, so if you, yeah, if you're looking to get into the game or oh. gift the game, uh, the Dukes Club is a, a great option. Absolutely. Join that yeah. club
1: when you're making
0: money, Dave.
4: That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. All right. 373-2700. Three, three,
0: Always there. All right, Chris. Thanks. <laughs> hey, thanks. 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 I appreciate here. you. From the end of Wharf Number Two, it's Sargulmati, Sal Saltrangali from Monterey Fish Company. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm hey, what's go going on? What's going on?
5: Oh, my gosh, it's a beautiful day here on the pier, and uh, plenty of fish. The fish market's open, free parking right in front of the building. Walk in, we'll pack it with ice. Uh, We'll do whatever you need to do to to make you happy here.
0: What's going on with salmon?
5: You know, our salmon season is on delay. It's on hold. It's going to open up on July 8th. Okay. So they'll start fishing on Friday the eighth. Okay. We probably won't see any fish till late Friday afternoon, and then we'll have them for Saturday morning uh, sales.
0: Okay. So
5: on July uh, July ninth, we'll be talking on the radio, and I'll be talking about the salmon that we have uh, in the showcase. Nice.
0: Yeah. What about halibut? Halibut. Uh, They're fishing in
5: Alaska. We're flying it down, and uh, every once in a while, we have a couple guys that go fishing for local halibut. So it's hit and miss right now with the halibut. But uh, we got plenty of rock cod, local rock cod, local petrale, tuna, swordfish. Um, You know, if you're having to cook that special meal for your loved one, we got some beautiful lobster tails. Um, Just come on down. And like like we talked before, such a beautiful day. It's just nice to take a walk on the wharf and see everything, come in, take a look at the fish. And so you kind of know what's going on down here.
0: Absolutely, and yeah. just uh, a call would help, right? Three seven five thirty five eleven.
5: Yes. If you have any questions, uh, want a special order, or anything, um, or just see if the availability, we could do it. Not a problem.
0: Okay, buddy.
4: All
5: right.
0: Have what, a great what, what, are, what are the
5: hours? Oh, on Saturdays we're here till four. Okay. Monday through Friday
0: till five. Okay. Thanks, good right. Come on down. All right. We'll see you soon. All right, Sal Trangali from the Monterey Fish Company. I think you've heard of it. I, I think Shane it. has. I too. love
1: him. I love his store. I love his fish. I love. He's the only guy we use at my restaurants. Monterey Fish. Yeah. Oh, reliable, dependable. Yeah. Great pricing, fresh.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Service, service with a smile. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Oh my God. Speaking of service with a smile, give it. Uh, by the way. Uh, Mikey Murata and Dave Murata's brother and the whole family went over to Vesuvio and had dinner the other night. They were looking for you and they couldn't find you. Yeah. No, I got them the reservation, but uh, yeah. I was not there that evening. Talk about. I hope uh, they had a good time. Talk about what's going on in your places, though. Oh, we're, busy. we're busy Just as usual. Us
1: we're open every day. Uh, little Napoli lunch and dinner. Vesuvio, dinner only. But the rooftop terrace is doing really good. Boy, oh, boy. We're open at 4 o'clock. Happy hour from 4 to 6. Uh, Christian and Gia doing great. Adding some new things to the menus. We got another little. We've got some nice fish coming in. We got some new cheeses coming in from Italy. Nice. It's good. The pizza, oh man. That wood-burning pizza. You know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. man. They're kicking it up a notch on the pizza again. Yeah. And uh, our truffle great, gnocchi. Our, our great guy uh, Anthony Bitaka, our ma- our mixologist, oh, yeah. along with Christian, some great cocktails they're inventing. My gosh. You know that people are back into cocktails i tell you something. And we're having fun down that there. Roof, so. That
0: rooftop is uh, its amazing. Yeah. You can't, you can't yeah, get on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. you got to know somebody. you got to know somebody. That's all. Just,
1: just mention Dave Morzetti's name, and that'll you, right you right, right
0: out. Up. We'll put it right on Dave's bill, too. we got Vic the Sandbagger from the Gulf War Superstore. Vic, what's happening, brother?
6: Hey, it's a beautiful day at the Golf War Seaside, baby.
0: That's right. What's going on?
6: You know, a couple of great things are happening. Uh, right now, we are in the middle of the launches of all the new shoots. And uh, they'll all be coming out the end of this month and all of next month. Yep. And, um, you know, don't don't undersell yourself on a pair of shoes. That's right. I mean, there's a direct um, correlation between price and uh, comfort. Number right. one. Right. And number two, um, there's a there's a correlation with how waterproof the shoes are. Right. So what you're looking for, especially in this area, is you're looking for something that has about a two year guarantee on waterproof. Right. And then secondly, something that feels really, really comfortable on your feet. Exactly. So we have lots of shoes in here and we've got lots of new shoes coming in. So come on in and try on as many shoes as you need to, to find the ones that are best fit for you. Okay. And then the second thing is, is uh, we're coming up on our Fourth of July sale. Yep. And uh, that will be July 1st through the 4th. Okay. And it'll be the red, white, and blue that everybody's familiar with. So you know, almost everything on the store will be uh, marked down. Yeah. And spend a hundred dollars, you get ten dollars off. Spend a hundred fifty, you get fifteen dollars off. Spend over two hundred, you get twenty percent off those products. Right on. So that's a great sale, and uh, so come on in and see us. We're going to be open um uh, 9 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and 10 to 5 on Sunday. And don't forget about our great 90-day guarantee. You know, you buy something, you don't like it, doesn't work for you, bring it back within 90 days. Full store credit for something else. So that's, come on in and see us.
0: can't lose. All right. Cannot lose. Golf Mart Superstore, Pick the Sandbagger. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. We'll see you again. All right, sounds good, Vic. It's uh, the at the golf mart, 2040 Fremont Boulevard in Seaside. You know, 53 thousand for everything golf. They will not be undersold. It is uh, show one thousand fifty four on the Shag Bag Show for June twenty five, and uh, in our twentieth year, we appreciate having you along this morning and every Saturday morning for all the fun be Oh, hi, by the way, to uh, a couple of guys who have their radios on this morning out here at Del Monte. Don Davison, the Marshal extraordinaire. He's been out here many years. Retired from the Herald and uh, took a new gig up with uh, with Del Monte years ago. And, of course, he's always everybody's favorite marshal out here. Don Davison's listening. And from Will the Thrill from Carmel Valley, who's uh, one of the great guys on the staff, who's listening this morning out here. At Del Monte, and uh, we got great guys and gals working out here, of course, fabulous, including Chris we just had.
1: Uh, So it's a wonderful spot. Right. Looking out this window here, looking up toward Jack's Peak, like
0: Neil mentioned. You know what? What a a great history. Hey, thanks to all of our wonderful supporters. We got our sponsors, but we got our supporters of the uh, of the show that you can help support the show via Anchor FM. Can't do without you, and you can go to Anchor FM to check that out. Mike Morata, Laurel Murata, Rachel Murata, George Casaldis these are all monthly supporters. Paul and Susie Martin, Gary, Doreen, Curcio, Stephen Morgan, McNally, Martin Francesca Wolf, Tammy Blunt, Canavan, Rob O'Keefe, Ben Beasley, Oscar Moore, Jack Galante, Shane and Lisa Dolman, Kevin Phillips, Chris Shake, Dave Dowley, Wendy Brickman, Barbara Dickerson, Mark and Lisa Lavin, Pam Tannis, Kathy Collum, Darren Matthews, Tony Albano, Max and Mary Boland, all monthly supporters, and you can too. You know, we do the show live, of course, every week, but then we record it and we podcast it back on about ten different platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. But you can find it really easily. And then you go to Anchor FM, you can help support the show there. So we'd appreciate that too. Don't forget, coming up Friday, we'll see you in Carmel at the Plaza. Uh, that's going to be the kickoff for the summer music series with the Money Band. Saturday, we'll see you in Salinas for Festa Italia. That's going to be fantastic. An all-day event, free for the whole family, right downtown Old Town, Salinas. So come down. Pep, thank you. It's always great to Thanks be here. Thank you to all of our wonderful guests on the show, too, including Vic Sandbagger and Chris from the shop next door, Sal Trangali, Neil Hotelling, Shane Dalman, and, of course, you for being our co-hosts. And happy
1: summer, everybody. That's right. See you out
0: there. See you on the roof at uh, Vesuvio. See, See you out about town. God bless. Take care. We'll do it next Saturday. Until then, as Sammy always said, it's chow time.